We begin the fourth book of the Torah. The book is called Bamidbar. Bamidbar, the desert. The first verse is Vayidaber Hashem el Moshe Bamidbar Sinai Biol Moed. God spoke to Moshe in the wilderness of Sinai, in the tent of meeting. Bamidbar Sinai. So often the book is referred to as Bamidbar, but in reality, in uh, the rabbinical sources, often the book of Bamidbar, as we call it, the fourth book of the Torah, is called Chomesh HaPikudim. The book of Numbers, the English Numbers, as it's known, has its source in ancient Jewish uh, rabbinic tradition. The book of Numbers, Chomesh HaPikudim, it begins with a census. The first chapter of the book is a census. Chomesh HaPikudim, the book of more than one census, censuses, if such a word exists, because the book of Bamidbar actually has two different numberings of the people. The first numbering begins in the very beginning of the book in chapter 1. In the second verse, Su'u et rosh kol adat b'nei Yisrael l'mishpichotam l'vet avotam b'mispar shemot kol zochar l'gugl otam mibene srim shano avamala Take a census of the whole Israelite community by the clans of its ancestral houses, listing the names, every male head by head. You and Aharon shall record them by their groups from 20 years old up. All those who are able to bear arms with Sivotam so it means that the book begins with a census. The census, I presume, is representative of all of Israel, even though we are, Torah says to count the men from age 20 and up. And that's the first census, and that's the beginning of the book. But the book actually has a second census. In chapter 26, there's another census. Chapter 26, uh, the beginning of chapter 26, verse number 2, a virtually identical verse in chapter 26, take a census of the Israelite community from the age of 20 years up by their ancestral houses, all Israelites able to bear arms. So the two verses are virtually identical. And not just that, not only are the two ver- verses virtually identical, but the numbers that are uh, mentioned in both senses are almost identical. Each number, total number, is approximately 600,000. So you have census number one of 600,000 in the beginning of the book and census number two of 600,000 in chapter 26 of the book. Of course, upon examination, we realize Chomesh HaPikudim, the book of two censuses, because the two censuses are, are counting different people. The first census describes all those who left the land of Egypt, one might say the first generation, but the second census is a description, is a number not of those people. Those people die in the desert. And in chapter 26, there's a second census of their children. The Book of Numbers. The Book of Numbers is about two generations. One of the primary themes of the Book of Numbers of Bamidbar 
is the two generations. The generation that left Mitzrayim and the generation that will enter the land. If we recall the covenant back in the book of Genesis in chapter 15, Abraham was told in that covenantal statement in chapter 15, the fourth generation shall return to the land. For the sin of the Amori is not yet complete. There will be three generations of suffering, Gerut, Avdut, and Inui. They'll be strangers, they'll be enslaved, they'll be abused. Three generations, represented by the three animals that Abraham takes and cuts in pieces. And then the fourth generation, they won't be suffering. They're represented by the birds that are not cut in half. And the fourth generation shall return to the land and the Torah says there in chapter 15 of Genesis, for the sin of the Amori is not yet complete. Now the generation of the desert, the generation that left Egypt and is now in the desert and will die in the book of Bamidbar, they're the third generation because the Torah says the persecution began after the death of Joseph and his brothers and all that generation. So Moshe, if you count it out, after the death of Joseph's brothers, say Levi, for example, and then there's Kahatis, his son is one, Amram, his son is two, Moshe and Aaron are third generation. So that generation is the third generation, the generation that suffered in Mitzrayim, suffered in Egypt, but they won't possess the land. The fourth generation, shall return when the sin of the Emori is complete. Now what's interesting about this book of Bamidbar, a book of the two generations, is that it's not totally clear when the transition actually takes place. When does the first generation die and the second generation emerge? It's someplace, probably within chapter 20 of the book and chapter 21 of the book. The beginning of the conquest of the land, of course, in the book of Bamidbar is chapter 21, the first possession of land, even though the Jews do not cross the Jordan in the Torah, only in the book of Yoshua and Joshua, but they do begin to possess Canaanite land on the other side of the Jordan because there's a Canaanite king who has land on the other side of the Jordan. His name is Sichon Melech Ha'amori. So Sichon Melech Ha'amori, that's the beginning of the conquest, and that was performed by not those that left Egypt, not those counted in the first census, but those counted in the second census, and that certainly is when the second generation emerges. They may emerge even before that. It's not totally clear. And that itself is very significant. The fact that it's not totally clear exactly when the first generation dies and exactly when the second generation emerges. We know that Aaron and Miriam, who certainly represent the first generation, they die in this book in chapter 20. So there's something in chapter 20, or is it 21, someplace where the second generation emerges but the fact that you can't pinpoint it is significant. The point being that the covenantal community is not this generation or that generation, but rather both generations together. There's a process. The process of leaving Mitzrayim is part of the process, and the process of possessing land is the second part of the process, and each group contributes to the covenantal community. Now, this all takes place this story, this narrative, takes place in Midbar Sinai, in the desert of Sinai. 
story of the Torah, the story of the ability to possess the land, prior to possessing the land in the, in the Torah, we are in the desert. There's something about being in the desert, in the Midbar, which is very important. And that is actually made clear to us, very interestingly, by the choice of the Haftarah for the Sidra of Bamidbar. We know that the Haftarah was chosen. The Haftarah is a selection from the prophetic writings, always from the prophets. And the Haftarah typically has a relationship, a connection to the Torah reading. The Haftarah of Bamidbar, first few chapters of the book of Bamidbar, is the Sidra Bamidbar. And the Haftarah was chosen from the second chapter of Hosea. Story of Hosea talks about someday there will be no number. One day, there'll be so many, like the sand of the seashore, that cannot be numbered, cannot be counted. Our, our chapter and our first few chapters talk about numbering, but someday they'll be without number. But that's not the main point of this story in Hosea. Hosea chapter 2 tells of a man who's married to an unfaithful woman. And the woman has many, many lovers. And the Haftarah speaks of her betrayal and the anger of the husband. And the husband says, I will take away everything that she thought she got from her lovers. In reality, she got it from me, says the husband. And I will punish her and I will chastise her. And towards the end of the Haftarah from the book of Hosea, the prophet says, I will, I will take her and I will speak tenderly to her. I will take her to the desert. And from there, from that desert, I will give her her vineyards. And Emek Achar, the valley of betrayal shall become Petach Tikva, the beginnings of hope. Ve'rastich li'olam, and I will betroth you to me, to me forever in faith and in kindness and in mercy, and you shall know God. That's the Haftorah. What the Haftorah picks up on is ha-midbar. Why is it necessary to go to the desert, the book of Numbers, the book of the desert? Why the desert? The desert is the place in which you leave everything behind. The desert is a place where you begin again, you start afresh. Mitzrayim is left behind, and you're able to rethink where you have to go. This is the book of the desert. This is the book of, of growth. This is the book of building on the past from one perspective. The second generation builds on the first generation, but it's also the ability of the second generation to leave Egypt and the culture behind. So that's our book. Our book is about the two generations and our Chomesh HaPikudim, the two senses, but it's also the book of the deserts. It's also the Midbar. And the Haftarah says, it's an opportunity. From that place, from the place where nothing grows, from there, 
I will give her Kromeha, the vineyards from the desert.